Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. He's back, everybody. I'm back. Yeah. There we go. Back in the saddle again. That's it. Here we go. Mm. So uh, you were gone with the fam. With the family. All right. Can you say where you went or you want to keep that on the on the low low? Uh, Florida. Yeah. Okay. So you were on vacation in we're Florida. On vacation, yeah. And uh, was it a good time? Um, yeah. Yep. But still, like, whole family, that's oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tiring. Just, it's a week away, and then everyone's together in one, like, in one Airbnb. Yeah. So it's extended family, sorry, as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So everyone's together, and, uh, you know, we all have different styles of things. Sure. And there's there's the right style. There's how, how, how things are done and, and managed the wrong style. and yeah. organized mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, yeah. It was fun. It was good. It's just, you know, you got to have a lot of patience and grace. Mm-hmm. And I lack those in those areas. Yeah, I can see you know? why sometimes that could be a, an issue. Not sometimes. Oh, I thought you meant like, uh, okay, never mind. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like, you I know. thought you were giving me a pass and I'll say, nope. yeah, I'll say, no, no, no. I definitely lack yeah. in some of those things. Yeah. You know, that, uh, that happens, you know, and all you can really do is, uh, you know, after you've seen that you have failed mm. in a particular area is mm. um, you blame everybody who is responsible. And move on. <laughs> and just, That's just, what I do. Just blame and I go. Just blame, I point my just finger. Just blame and go. All the relevant mm-hmm. re- relevant parties. Yeah. All like, your yep, faults. This is why it happened. Mm-hmm. All a bunch of losers. Okay. <laughs> Taking advantage of me. Mm. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna go back to to my regular week where it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. No. No blow ups. Good. Oh, nice. That's good. It was all no very good. No issues at all. But uh, it, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. And you, know, I don't know what it is with Airbnbs. Yeah. Where they like have some sort of uh, air freshener thing that okay. they plug in. Like, yeah. first thing we did was walk around and unplug all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't, it's just. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's too perfuming. It's like a heavily perfumed grandmother following you everywhere you everywhere go. Everywhere you yeah, go in yeah. every single room. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ugh. And the bed was okay, but it was still, ugh. I just, I couldn't sleep. I could it's weird because I've been seeing on the TikTok, the TikTok, uh, how uh, all these Airbnb guests are like, what in the world? Like, they're getting charged crazy amounts for cleanup if they don't clean every... There's already a cleaning fee, but yes. if they don't clean up before they leave, they there's like an additional fee. Yeah, it's, it's a racket. really bizarre it kind is of bizarre. expectations. So like, you know, we have a cleaning fee and even the... Inst- you know, I felt the instructions were pretty simple compared to other Airbnbs I've been to. Okay. Other Airbnbs are like, hey, all the towels, place them all here. Take all the bedding off the off the beds, place it all here. Right. Like it was like that this was pretty reasonable in this when it said, Hey, trash out. And yeah. if you've if you've had food in there, just take all the all your food, everything, just throw it away. Yeah. Trash out. Yeah. Start the dishwasher. Yeah. I was like, That's fine. You know what? I can go with that. Yeah. But like all I've seen all I mean, I've only I've I've stayed in Airbnbs and I haven't had any issues. But it was a couple of years ago. Um, and so there seem to be people seem to be really even a couple of years ago though it was still a thing yeah because uh, we went to I didn't run into it uh, my people were always chill well maybe this is a European thing because we stayed in Italy yeah so we're in Pompeii with another couple and we knew right when we got in there we're like you know what this person is gonna be uptight yeah they're gonna be uptight and sure enough even though we cleaned and we cleaned more than I would clean at any other Airbnb okay. They still found something to complain yeah. about. Like you should not be cleaning your air. You should be putting things away. Yeah, but that's about it. You don't. But I'm to... talking like we scrubbed. Yeah. No. You know, showers, toilets, mm. sinks. 
Europeans. Like, I'm like, man, you know, like it really took care of the spot. And I think they were just mad because we didn't sign the wall. I'm pretty sure this girl was upset that we didn't sign the the wall of visitors. I'm okay. not signing your wall of visitors. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would sign Steve McCoy's name. No, which is what I do it. quite a bit. Yeah, when I go to conferences, you just sign Steve I, McCoy. I'll put his name down. I'll wear his name on my uh, like step badge that they give you. Yep, yep, yep. I'll do that quite a bit. Yeah, okay. It's always fun. Mm. By the way, oh, by um, the way, so much happened while you were gone. Ooh, let's hear it. Uh, well, we don't have time to get into all of it. We'll save oh. some of it for Tuesday. Right. But um, so you know, we're, we've been everybody's playing with Chat GPT. Oh, yep, yep. Go ahead. Did you see one of our listeners, uh, Brianna Abbott? Uh, she said, "Hey, I've been playing with OpenAI, and and so she's like, how, what's your assessment?' So here's what she entered in the chat. Yeah, go ahead. Doctrine and Devotion is a popular podcast surrounding current events in the church, based on the podcast." What theological framework do the hosts subscribe to? Mm. Here's the response. Open AI as a language monitor, I can't blah, blah, blah. However, I can tell you that Doctrine and Devotion podcast is hosted by Joe Thorne and Jimmy Fowler, who are both pastors at Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. Uh, the podcast covers a wide range of topics related to theology, church history, and Christian living, and they often invite guests to discuss their, these topics with them. Based on their content, it appears that the hosts have a Reformed theological perspective and are influenced by the doctrines of grace, commonly referred to as Calvinism. They also emphasize the importance of the local church, the practice of biblical discipleship. However, it's important to note that they often engage with various perspectives and mm. seek to have charitable conversations with those who may disagree with them. That sounds like us. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I got to say, that's pretty good. That, that, that sounds like us. I will, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'll take that. You know, you know what? I'll take a positive assessment uh, from anybody, even a even. Do you, think it found, do you think it found it from other reviews? Like if just, you would have just know, like searched our reviews? I don't, I don't know what it's looking at. So I know it looks at stuff up to, it's basically its knowledge base was like 20, up to 2021. And then... But I don't know if it's calling from anything current, like to add to. I just don't know. I don't know. But it has to be gathering the content from somewhere because it otherwise it would have nothing to say. Exactly, because it's not sitting there like listening to all our right. Or you know what I mean. So, but it's, it, but it's got to be. It's got to be from the reviews. But in seconds, it comes up with that. That's what's strange. It's still, from the. I think it can, it can analyze the reviews yeah. that fast. And well, it's funny because uh, you know Dean Lentini asked. Uh, what uh, hey what do you what do you what can you talk about Dean Landini? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like who that? <laughs> I was like <laughs> you got to feel pretty good about so, that one. Sorry Dean. Sorry Dean. All right, listen, uh, we got to get into it. We got an email, mm. and uh, see, I'm so I'm so not prepared here. Here we go. Oh wait, I got an email, and uh, it's from a guy. We're gonna leave his name out. All right, go ahead. Do you want to? Okay, uh, this guy says greetings, Jimmy and Joe. My name is whatever, and I am currently serving as an associate pastor. Uh, of youth and children at a small local church somewhere. We recently hired a pastor who repeats the sinner's prayer after the service each week. Because of this, we have seen many children, very young children, raise their hands to affirm their prayer. Weeks later, the pastor will baptize them. Let me make sure. Yeah, weeks later. Uh, At the end of the service, we give them baptism certificates that the pastoral staff sign. I have refused to sign them because of my convictions in easy believism and decisionism. I am needing some much spiritual guidance in this situation as I feel like an island sometimes with no pastor who shares in some similar mm. convictions. Can you help me? Am I doing the right thing? In Christ's service. Person. There you go. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. Okay, so. So here's the thing, mm. uh, person. You know, I understand how you're feeling. I too refuse to sign these certificates that Joe tries to make us sign. 
after his sinner's prayer every service. Okay, first of all, I have said no. I've never asked you to sign because I, your signature is garbage. I, I am I, not going aesthetics, to sign. Aesthetics matter. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. You know, uh, after Joe does, he does the double sinner prayer. Yeah, but I mean, it's that that way you're like doubly sure. That's I right. Mean, obviously, it, I'm double, not going to go with one. Yeah, double sinner prayer, doubly sure, double mint gum. Mm. Uh, you know what? Some people might not know. Most of our people, most of our listeners, know what the sinner's prayer is. Um, in case you don't know, um, some people talk about like, "Hey, we, you can pray to receive Jesus into your heart." By mm-hmm. the way, oh, receiving Jesus into your heart. Oh, here we go. Here people we go. like to get really upset about here that. Here we go. Here we go. Go, Joe. Go. Even Puritans used that language at times. What? Yes, uh, receiving Christ into your heart. Um, not in the same way, of course. People are using it in modern evangelical contexts, but. Uh, you know, don't free as many as received him, right? You receive Christ, you know, at, you know, receiving him into your heart, mm. whatever. Like people get crazy. All right. Uh, here is a short, brief rundown uh, in terms of where the sinner's prayer came from. Uh, there are precursors to this, but the, the, the first, in, in the most, I would say the, the most important influencer in this would be uh, starting with Charles Finney, uh, 19th century uh, Charles Finney was an evangelist with terrible theology very mm. man-centered theology yeah. um, and he began utilizing what he called the anxious bench where um, he would have people sit on the front bench and really uh, what we would say is uh, emotionally manipulate them yeah. for a period of time really put the screws to them get them all you know turned up and everything and then uh, get them to you know respond in some way uh, Deal Moody did this uh, with the uh, the inquiry room. It was uh, same thing as the anxious bench. Get people together after the service, and yeah. not, it's not necessarily wrong to say, "Hey, listen, after the service, I want you guys to come here. I want to talk to you more." That's not wrong. Asa Hell Middleton did that uh, during the 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 Second Great Awakening, uh, contemporary of Finney. But uh, but the emotional manipulation was definitely more of a thing there. Mm. Not that they thought that they were doing that. Uh, like but, it wasn't intentional, like this intentional, like I'm going to emotionally manipulate yeah. them, but that was the approach. Billy Sunday, uh, is another evangelist. Uh, everybody, he was just really popular. Um, he was this guy, he was this, this gangly old timey preacher. He would, he would run and slide up to the microphone, like, like a baseball, like what? And he'd be like, you're safe in Jesus. Like he did all kinds of like big showmanship kind of a thing. You know, the kind of thing that would make me. Never want to follow yeah. Jesus. If I saw that, I'd be like, "No, man." First of all, you're Just out. Cringe. Uh, first of all, cringe. you're not safe. And, uh, but uh, he would sometimes like close it out with, um, you know, you would come up and you would shake it your his hand, and by shaking his hand, and you would commit, "I'm going to follow Jesus." Like that was the mm. deal. Like that was sort of the closer. And then Billy Graham is the big one, right? That's yep. the yep. once Billy Graham shows up, he starts doing like the four steps to peace with God stuff, and that's where the the sinner's prayer really comes in. Sinner's prayer is a prayer that articulates uh, faith in Jesus and, um, you know, a commitment to follow him. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, a, it's a written prayer, and we've already dealt with written prayers. We don't think that that's yep, yep. necessarily a problem. So that's what's going on. What is the problem, but what is the potential problem with the sinner's prayer? I, I think the potential problem with the sinner's prayer is uh, people sometimes get caught up in the emotions of it, in the midst of it, uh, and join in without actually pondering, like without actually um, being convicted. Yeah. I think I think that's part of it. I think a second thing is 
for uh, there's the danger of uh, if I've said this prayer, then I'm saved. Yeah. And it's kind of like this, like that's all I need to do, or this is enough. There's not much after that. Right. Or there's the danger of sometimes there's a potential of not much after that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, maybe some groups are pretty good at follow up and discipleship and sanctification. You know what I'm saying? Even if they are though, even if they are good at follow up, if the mistake has been made, like, Hey, listen, if you pray this prayer and mean it, you are saved. Mm -hmm. If they start with that, then I would say it's very likely that a large percentage of the people that are praying that prayer and yeah. meaning it yeah, yeah. Are, are not necessarily converted. And so now they're being told that they're Christian. They're given mm. a man's, man-centered assurance. I think that would be an issue. The, 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 I guess, yeah, I would agree. And I think like maybe the simplest way to, to say it is that the problem with the sinner's prayer is uh, that is nowhere modeled or taught in scripture as the means by which a person receives Jesus. How do we receive Christ? By faith, right? What must I do to be saved? Prayer, prayer, no, believe. That's what you must do to be saved. Okay, so when you substitute it and swap it out, like, listen, if you pray this prayer, you can get in. If you, and again, if you mean it, that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's confusing at best, um, deceptive uh, at worst. So, I think that that is... Like, is belief implied? Yes, of course. They, yeah. they, they would say it's implied, but it's still, you're swapping out the primary response, right, mechanism. Yeah. Now, I think that clearly God has used the sinner's prayer and evangelists that use it. Many people have come to faith in Christ and prayed the sinner's prayer. Mm. Um, mm. And it's because God was at work uh, through the preaching of the word, uh, through, the, through the evangelism, through the, the scripture, through the person listening. And at some point they believed and with that, they may have prayed, you know, before, during, or after the moment of their conversion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's okay. I don't actually have a problem with saying, hey, listen, uh, if somebody came up to me and they said, hey, I let me mute my stuff. Um, if, if somebody came up and said, hey, listen, after the sermon, I'm, I'm ready to receive Christ. Yep. And I would say, okay, great. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe if you, you know, do you believe? So I wouldn't talk about faith. And if they did, or if they were confused, then I would talk to them about prayer. We could pray right there. I could even model a prayer for them. Um, but you guys have to be really clear that you, you don't receive Christ by prayer. You receive Christ by faith. I think that would yeah. be the main thing. That, so I think I get it, you know, especially, and if this guy's sensitive to it, uh, he's, it's probably in part because I'm going to guess he's a Southern Baptist. And we've just got, we have a history of abusing mm. the sinner's prayer and having people. Mm. Yeah, our membership roles are pretty bloated. Little, just a little. Don't get carried away. Bloated. A little. A little, little, little bloated. You know bloated is fine. You know, like, they, so like after dinner bloat, you know, just like a little bit. I mean, I was Pants thinking. Pants are a little tighter. I was thinking like drowned in the lake. Dead body. <laughs> a week in the water. <laughs> I would probably say about three weeks in that water. <laughs> Split apart, limbs had no longer there. It's kind of. I wasn't going to go that. Well, detailed. that's what happens. Okay, I, I was not going to go as that you remember. Rip, when we, you know. Okay, <laughs> I was like, as you, I'm like, where's like, this joke going? Well, this one time, you know, we had the goodness, you know. Uh, so, like, okay. okay, what do you say for an individual then? If you're on staff, right? Like, you've got this. You're on staff, and. Okay, you and I have not talked about this email. We nope. like you literally walked in. We sat down. We started recording. Yep. Well, I walked in late, and then we sat. I sat yeah. down. We're recording. And normally we chat for a bit and say, "Hey, what are we going to talk about?" Um, we're going to say the same thing. <laughs> you want me to mm-hmm. say it first, or you want to say it mm-hmm. first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's probably time for you to go. Yeah. I mean, listen. If you if your 
lead pastor, right? If the preaching pastor, um, the guy with some seniority there, yep. the guy casting the vision, if he is operating in a way that is so antithetical to what you convictionally believe should be done in the church that you cannot participate yeah. in the baptism of the converts there, you got to go. Especially if, hold on. Let me look here just for yes, a refresher. Yes, yes. I know what you're going to go to. His calling, his, his, his role. Your role there <laughs> yep. is over these these young ones. We're not laughing at you, dude. It's I'm just, not, it's a crazy situation. But, that, that, but that's just it. Because of that, it's like, how could you, don't you think, it would be an eye opener to me Yeah. if like, let's just say my kid did it. I wouldn't let my kid in this situation. But let's just say, uh, and they come back and they got their certificate and it's got, Everybody's signature except the pastor that has been influencing yeah. and discipling you. The main pastor the responsible responsible for your <laughs> your what? like uh, that's a that seems a little. I'd be asking, well, you think he's not ready? Yeah. What what, what is why, this? Why, why? Or like you upset with me, bro? Like what's going on here? You know? It's weird, man. It's weird. <sighs> so yeah, I mean, look, I know that that's um, not. Not what you want to hear. Not what you want to hear. But as it so happens, Redeemer is hiring right oh, now. Oh, here we go. Position of associate pastor over over discipleship. Um, no, I'm I'm kidding, man. Uh, well, no, you're not kidding. We are. We hiring. are doing that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm can kidding I, for can, you. This guy, you know. Can I? Can I? I'm going to say something though. Oh, I, I am going to plug it. Okay. <clears throat> you know, you you head on over to RedeemerFellowship.org/openings. Yep. We got the associate pastor full time. Yep. Youth leader part time. Yep. But here's the thing: there's two different positions. Yes. But there's one rule I want to go ahead and put out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, here, here's here's the rule. Mm-hmm. Don't CC Joe and I on your on your application. <laughs> don't. We're getting, some, we're getting don't, some of those. Don't CC us when you submit. Yeah, because there's an email that you're supposed to send it to. Mm-hmm. Don't CC us. Yeah. And uh, one, it's annoying. Two, it actually helps you less. Like, it, it does not help you. It's like... Are you name dropping? Not only that, because like I, to... first of all, we don't see we don't even see any of the candidates nope. until the third round. Nope. I only saw one resume, and that's because uh, the guy came into our church and gave it to me. He gave me a copy. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that. So, like, because yeah. like, here's the thing: following instructions matters. Well, it matters to some people, and so if it's Uptight like, people. if here's our process, mm-hmm. and you've added or tried circumventing. That doesn't really go well. You know, I think sometimes, though, people are like, because I kept, when I was applying, uh, when I was being assessed for Acts 29, I, I, on a couple of occasions, as they were asking me questions and I mm-hmm. would answer, I referenced people that I knew in the network that I was friends with, yeah, yeah. Darren Patrick, whatever, um, Ed Stetzer. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the response was like, man, you were name dropping hard. Like, you really need to find your identity in yourself and not in mm-hmm. that stuff. And I remember thinking, like, I, I genuinely was was trying my, my goal was to let you know like hey we're on the same team basically we're mm. like the same philosophy of ministry but i had to receive their correction because clearly i wasn't comfortable and confident enough in myself to Correct. not mention those guys yeah and as i was like oh so it took me a minute like i wasn't trying to do anything yeah. but it was still demonstrating oh yeah you need to be a little more comfortable and confident in yourself and not worry about yeah it. so we got a process Go through the process. Go through the process. Read, uh, read what we're looking for. Mm, you know, mm-hmm, you know. It mm-hmm. says like, "Hey, we're a new church with an old, a young church with an old soul, uh, Reformed Baptist tradition." So if you're not connected to the Reformed Baptist tradition theologically, this probably not going to be. Don't good bother. Fit. You know, and you obviously know. You know, we're 
I'll even I'll use the word leaning sixteen eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, that's reform, that's what Reformed Baptist means. You know, I mean, I mean, like, you know, subscribe, you know, subscribing, ascribing—that's yeah. the word. Ascribing to, yeah, you know. yeah. The, all the elders can sign off on the sixteen eighty nine. It's yep. like, yeah, that's where we're at. The church isn't held to that for membership, but like, it's like, yeah, man, like, let's. Uh, so just take a look at the process and uh, don't add. Mm-hmm. Just don't add. Don't add. Go around. BCC. BCC. Can, can they do that? Blind, don't, don't, don't do that. The blind carbocotton. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. All right. You know, it's uh, it's not any one person. This happened a few times, so like, don't. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But yeah. uh, and so, anyways, go go back to this guy. Go ahead. Where yeah, I, no, I was just gonna say. Uh, yeah, listen. Uh, first of all, love and serve your church. Um, be communicating clearly with this lead pastor and any other leadership. Let them know, like listen. I mean, you're not signing off. They've got to know. I mean, something. I mean, I don't have the full. We don't have the full picture here. Yeah. But communicate, clarify, and. Uh, begin looking to minister in a church where you can actually carry on the work without being in disagreement and division with the rest of the team. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. <clears throat> you can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook, slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast with the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. we got the Fresh Party every Monday and Thursday. we got blog posts and video content over the website. And we've got that all-access exclusive content. we got Banter Truth on Tuesday, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. If you want to support this podcast and get that exclusive commercial-free content, you can hit on the link right there on your podcast player that says support this podcast or head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all access and sign up today. Again, we've got a couple positions. And another thing about the positions. Yeah. Once you've applied. Yeah. Don't have a friend of yours that may or may not have our cells text us. No. Sending a guy your way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do these things. <laughs> Later. Later.